So what do we got? First, we're going to talk about cars, electric vehicles. Are they over? A couple articles that say that most electric vehicles are done, toast. And it may be that there's a backlash, a revolution against electric vehicles. So for any of you that are interested in the automotive industry in general and want more information about it, we recommend this is a good publication, Automotive News. You can subscribe online. Uh, you can get the printed version. They still make a printed version. It's a little pricey, 100 and something bucks a year, but it's got all the inside info for the automotive industry. So what is the info for today? Well, it's not from Automotive News, but it's from Jalopnik, one of our favorite automotive publications. What are they saying? Americans are saying no to an EV revolution. Are they not buying cars? We've already seen the last few days that there are millions of EVs piling up on dealers' lots, three or four months worth in some cases. But the powers that be are making the case that they should not allow the free market to decide. So it sounds like you're not gonna have a choice, right? Allowing the free market to decide is risky. So what they're saying is that somebody should step in. Now, who's that gonna be? Probably government or automotive manufacturers supported by the government. So they're saying that it's risky to let people decide. It's risky to have a free market because Americans are saying no to an EV revolution. What are your thoughts on that? Should you be able to decide or should the government decide what kind of car you buy? I bet I know that you have an answer to that. For what is selling, this opinion says that the only type of EV that makes sense is a Tesla. Several car companies say their electric vehicles will be built with Tesla standard in 25. Why wouldn't a non-Tesla shopper delay their purchase until then? Buying a non-Tesla EV now means finding charging stations will get more difficult. Well, that makes sense. Think about it. All the manufacturers, Ford did a deal, I believe BMW, Mercedes, that says that the vehicles manufactured by those alternate car companies are going to use the Tesla charging. So let's say you buy a Ford today with the old style Ford charger network. And in two years, all of the charging stations are Tesla. You're either going to need an adapter or it's not going to work. So this is an interesting take on which model to buy. In fact, there's other reasons why Tesla is a more popular choice. They're aggressive on pricing. They're the kind of original mainstream manufacturer. So there's a lot of, I guess, momentum behind that brand. In fact, since manufacturers have dropped prices, another potential problem is used car values. So Ford F-150 Lightning, Ford dropped the price $10,000. Well, that's on the new car. But what about used cars? Is that going to affect used cars? Well, obviously it will. Anytime the new, the new car values go up or down, used cars have to follow because used cars normally are a percentage of the new car. So if that new car just went down 10 grand, used cars aren't going to be worth as much. See where that's going? So as these electric vehicle prices are being chopped, Tesla did a major price drop a few months ago. That's going to affect the used car market. This story 
is a little bit different. It comes out of Arizona about vehicle titles. And we won't play the video, but what happened to this woman is that she bought a vehicle, they financed it. That's not true. They didn't finance it. They bought a vehicle for cash and somebody else cloned their VIN number. They cloned their VIN number, went and got a loan for that VIN number. And now this woman who paid cash for her car has a lien against her title that she can't get removed because somebody forged the name. She's going through the investigative division at the DMV, but that's going to take some time to play itself out. Sounds like a scam to me. So as always, the questions are what happened with the housing market? Is the housing market peaked? Is it over? Well, people are waiting for the housing market to crash. According to many experts, the housing crash actually happened when we weren't looking. Is that true? Well, Wall Street Journal says the housing recession already happened. The housing market is coming back. Remember when at the end of 2022, beginning of 2023, there was a little bit of a dip in real estate prices, and then all of a sudden it came back? Experts are saying that was the crash. You're waiting for the crash? That was it. That wasn't just the beginning of it. That was it. A lot of people still expect U.S. to fall into recession. But for the housing market, the recession could be in the rearview mirror. Builders are less downbeat than they were a year ago. Home builders are like gangbusters building houses. The Federal Reserve Bank will probably raise rates again, but their last rate increases didn't affect housing at all. In fact, the sales went up. Nation's largest builder now expects to close on 83,000 homes, up from its previous forecast of 77,000. It's like 5% increase. Rebound in housing is surprising in the context of mortgage rates. Not if you're watching this channel. We've been talking for the last few years saying that the housing crash that everybody thinks is going to happen is not going to happen. Not that we want it to or don't want it to. It has nothing to do with opinion. It has to do with pure math. And it, the problem is supply of homes rather than affordability. That's the problem. There are no homes. Everybody who has a home right now doesn't want to sell it because they have a a very appealing interest rate. If you have a house with 3% interest or 4% interest, you're not going to sell it and then go buy one with 7% interest. doesn't matter what the price is. So everybody's hanging on to them. Nobody wants to sell their house. The only place for inventory is coming from new home builders and they can't build them fast enough. So the theory is housing crash already happened. You just blinked and you missed it. Home sales dropped and you might think, well, that means the market's down and that's not why because short supply if there's no houses to buy that's going to drop the sales rate not the price the price didn't drop the volume dropped and there's two different things to look at the price and the volume if you're looking at the housing market and read oh sales dropped some people think that means the price dropped that's not what happened the volume of transactions dropped and that's only because there's no houses to buy simply not enough homes for sale Sales of pre-owned homes dropped 3% in June compared to May. So think about it. If that's 3% in one month, if you multiply that times 12 months, that's almost 40% drop compared to June of last year it was almost 20%. Slowest pace since 2009, housing crash. Not because of a crash, it's because of inventory. 
this is creating problems for home buyers. In fact, just like what we talked about, just saw it in the article when I too quickly ditched the article. What it said was home sales fell, but home prices held firm. In fact, they didn't just held firm, they went up. That's what really would happen. What is that doing for people's finances? Finance is a big deal for a lot of people. How many Americans actually retire with a million bucks? You might think, well, I'm a millionaire. A million dollars isn't that much anymore, right? If you think about it, the average house is 500,000. It's not really the average. The average is about 470, but round it off to 500. That's two times the price of a house, million dollars. House is 500,000, million dollars is two times that. Well, if you go back to the 80s or 90s when houses were 150, 180, two times a house was like 300 grand. So a million dollars now is like the is like 300,000 before. Saving a million for retirement is a good goal to have, but putting that much aside could make it easy to do a lifestyle. But here's the thing, how many really have that? The average of savings breaks down like this. 400 grand, 300 grand, not even a million. Median 65 to 75 year olds, 164 in their retirement accounts. Median 75 and older, 83,000. So let me ask you this question. Even if you had a million dollars, let's say you had a million dollars in the bank for retirement, how long would that last you? What are you going to retire? You retire at 75? Let's say you retire at 75 and you have a million dollars. If you're going to live 10 more years to 85, that means you can take 100,000 out of your retirement every year until you run out. Do you need to take more than 100,000? I don't know. You probably were making close to that. If you have a million dollars in the bank, you probably were making six figures before you retired. So taking out a hundred grand is not that all that crazy to think about. What is affecting incomes? Well, as always, one of the things that's affecting incomes is artificial intelligence, like we always talk about. Google is testing an AI tool that will write news articles. This is troubling on two, two or three levels. One is, it's going to cost people jobs. People in the news industry, they're not going to have a job. If, you're, if AI is going to write news articles, news reporters, journalists, don't, they don't need to pay you anymore. And if it can write news articles, what else can it do? What else can it write? Think about what you do in your job every day compared to how sophisticated it is for a news journalist to write an article. Which is more complicated? If your job is less complicated than writing the news, an AI could take your job. So there's problem number two. Problem number three is... The news that you read is going to come from AI, not from an actual human. What does that mean? Is it going to be any good? But what about the quality? ChatGPT, which was the darling hot thing for AI just a few months ago, is severely impacted. It used to be able to solve a simple math problem 90% of the time. Now it's 2% of the time. Why is that? It's performing worse on certain tasks in June than it did in March. Wild fluctuations called drift. What that means is AI is supposed to learn and teach itself. But what it's happening is it's teaching itself the wrong way to do it. It's actually going backwards. And that's where AI can be problematic. If it's not gonna get better, you don't know if the quality is good. If you just benchmark the quality of what it was a month ago, and then all of a sudden it gets worse, now you're not going to know that your answers are wrong until you try to use those answers. If you're trying to use math answers to build a bridge and it's wrong and the bridge fails, 
you're not going to know until the bridge fails. So you still need human inter intervention on these AI tools. As always, comments below. This is a shorter video for the end of the week on a Friday. And we want to hear what, which of these subjects you prefer for us to talk about. AI, EVs, uh, real estate, finance. And we'll steer more of our content towards that. Are you tired of automated systems and chatbots when you need assistance? Experience ActualHuman.com and connect with real professionals, not automation. At ActualHuman.com, we bring you a network of professionals who are excited to answer your questions and provide guidance. Getting started is easy. Let us show you how. Here's how it works. Step 1. Select the best date and time for your video call. Step 2. Describe your situation and the areas you're looking for advice. Step 3. Connect one-on-one -on -one with an expert and get the undivided